This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy different name back again with another episode of let's talk about it podcast so yes we are back with a bunch of shit to talk about or at least in my opinion as always uh so if you like the longer episodes you're going to enjoy this one maybe um if you don't like the longer episodes time stamps in the description box below just pay attention to the the uh, topics that you want to listen to and I appreciate it either way so without further ado let me get right into it let's start off with this first segment is cyber bullying real now this came about because I've heard and seen a lot of people uh come up with this I uh, will not come up with the idea but basically take the stance that cyberbullying isn't real or it isn't as drastic as actual bullying bullying that goes on offline um because we're you know on the internet you have the power to mute people block people you kind of have the power to regulate what you see on the internet who you interact with on the internet so uh people with people understanding that we have that power on these many different social media, just internet platforms, uh, they believe that since we have that power, we can easily just block anybody or mute anybody who we deem is a threat to our emotional state. Okay, maybe if we deem that person to be a threat to our physical state as well, if the cyberbullying is threats they're making to us, right? So, with that stance right there, and with every stance, well, with every question that I ask you all to answer, I obviously have my own answer for it. Um, you know, that's nothing new. So, I believe it's it's insensitive when people say things like, oh, cyberbullying isn't real, and, you know, the people who are being cyberbullied should just stay off the internet if they cannot take, um, people making jokes, right, or whatever, that's how they're, they're, they're categorizing it, um, or they're describing it. I will say there are people out there in the world who should not be on the internet because I don't believe that uh, they are emotionally stable or emotionally equipped to deal with certain aspects of the internet. That has nothing to do with, that's not solely based on just just the uh, possibility of somebody harassing you, verbally harassing you on the internet. I'm talking about simple shit like if you can't look at somebody with a difference of opinion without getting uh 
without having an emotional reaction to something you read somebody tweet or somebody put as their Facebook status or somebody simply just wrote in an article or somebody's simple as opinion they're sharing online right whether it be about a sports team a video game a you know a song or whatever right it could simply be just a difference of opinion on that and there are people on the internet who should not be on the internet because they feel as though everybody should feel the way that they feel about whatever so if you know if you're one of those people i'm not saying it's you but if you're one of those people what i mean is if you feel as though this song is like the best song of 2019 of just all time and then you see that other people are saying no this song is the best song of 2019 of all time and you emotionally you have an emotional reaction to it i don't think you should be on the internet i think what you should do is only surround yourself with people um who share the same music tastes maybe or share the same mindset as you when it comes to just a number of things and yes you can do that on the internet you can find people just like that on the internet but what what's what makes it so easy to stray away from that on the internet as opposed to offline is you have to you, you, you have to go out of your way to find people of those different mindsets offline. Whereas on the internet, sure, you do have to do some research on opposing thoughts, feelings, views, and all that. But sometimes it just comes to you. It, it doesn't happen so often offline where opposing thoughts and minds come to you and they evade your space with their thoughts and feelings but that happens all the time on the internet or it happens often on the internet because it's so easy to do that uh, it's easier to evade somebody's space on the internet than to get up and physically find people of opposing mindsets and then invade their space now yes it happens offline when you see protests going on you see black lives matter protests going on and then you have these confederate flag or alt-right people coming in it happens when alt-right people are protesting to keep a statue of a slave owner and then you see people who oppose the confederate flagging you know just just uh the the statue uh, being there come into the space of these people and they infiltrate it and they start spewing their thoughts and feelings about the situation so i'm not saying that it doesn't happen offline but i'm saying that it takes a lot more it takes a lot less effort online than it does offline to do that and people do so people do a lot of shit online because it takes a lot it doesn't take as much effort and there's more anonymity behind it hence why people bully people online one it's it's a lot it's it's a lot easier it's easier to bully people online than it is to bully somebody in real life it you can also hide behind profiles and 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 you can not share your 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 identity online and bully people i've experienced that all the time in fact the majority 
of the times I was cyber bullied, fucked with online basically, were from people hiding who they really are. I can count on one hand the number of times, and I did one hand in less than five times. So let me tell you, that doesn't mean I've only been bull- uh, cyber bullied uh, less than five times. No, I've been cyber bullied or fucked with online numerous of times. I can count on both my hands plus your pair of hands plus another person's pairs of hands. So multiple hands, people. We're talking about multiple pairs of hands. I can tell you of times I've been fucked with online. But only less, I'm telling you, the majority of those people were people hiding who they are via uh, the anonymous features, via, uh, via certain um, apps. Like I know Tumblr has the anonymous anonymous feature where you can uh, hide behind that feature and just send people disgusting messages all all the fuck you want and you can remain anonymous no one is able to find who you the only time people probably will find out who you are is if they track your ip or whatever um i never really go that far it never was that serious to me to want to track somebody's ip even though i've gotten some serious threats said to me through that feature uh, through other features as well, just or just through people hiding behind not having a profile picture or just hiding behind, uh, you know, whatever, right? Not showing who they are. So it's real. As someone who's experienced it, I can tell you it's real. As someone who's seen it go down, I can tell you it's real. I understand the sentiment of just block them because that's what I do. Just mute them because that's what I do. Only interact with people that you're familiar with because that's what I do. Only interact with people that you fuck with because that's what I do. But that doesn't take away the fact that uh, cyberbullying happens. So what do you call it when people are now taking bullying from outside? Because it happens to people too where they take the bullying from outside and this happens with a lot of schools within a lot of schools where people take the bullying from outside happening in school on campuses on school grounds and then it continues online how are you then gonna say well you could just block that person sure hannah baker could block that person online all she wants but the next day when she goes to school those same people that she blocked online are still going to get in her face and call her a slut this that and the third and bully her that doesn't solve the issue blocking somebody online is not going to solve the issue of bullying that's happening both online and offline because you eliminate one problem you still got another And heck, people are fucking weirdos. They're just going to create more profiles to bully Hannah Baker. And all the Hannah Bakers out there, whether it be men or women, boys or girls. So, I would just want people to, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I don't really have much else to say other than, yes, cyberbullying is real. It's a real thing. It's a real occurrence. And just like I was talking about, uh a couple of weeks ago with the Nigel uh, Shelby situation how he was being bullied because he's gay um, and it caused him to just just 
falling into a depression and through that depression he was suicidal and he took his life okay you want to know the full schematics i guess my thoughts on that once again just go check out the that episode i believe it's called uh america's ugly history or the, uh, uh, something like that right it was a couple weeks ago uh that i recorded that episode and upload it so wherever you listen to this episode you can definitely hear that episode but it's real people i just want people to be less sensitive to the be be less sensitive about it and don't whether you believe that cyber i'm not trying to convince people to to think the way i think about cyber bullying it you can still have the views of well you can just block those people sure but we got to be more proactive about the, the, the thought process. You got to be more. You got to be less victim blaming and more shaming of the people who actually do it. Instead of saying to the person, just block the people who are calling you sluts, calling you ugly, calling you nigger, calling you faggot, calling you fat, calling you all this other shit. Just block those people. Nah. How about we say to those people doing the name calling, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Let's tell them why they should not have these mindsets or why they should stop doing that. Because the internet should be a safe space for everybody, right? And yes, I mean, do I really do mean everybody. Everybody who even have uh, opposing mindsets about simple shit like music and blah, 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 right? They should be able to share that without be getting backlashed from stands and weirdos out there who cannot stand seeing and the difference of opinion. But we're talking about the cyberbullying aspect. And it's all far too real. And a lot of the people, because one of the people that I heard said it wasn't real, he blocks people all the fucking time for... Uh, quote cyberbullying him. He may not call it cyberbullying because he he's the, one of those macho machismo men, and oh, I don't you know I'm a man and blase blase blah. I don't go through you know this shit and your shit doesn't happen to me. I right, whatever, but he blocks people all the time for cyberbullying him. He can call it what he want, but what they were doing to him was cyberbullying. Now, granted, that's how he solves it. I'm not telling him that he should. He has to think of it a certain way. I'm not saying that he has to react a way I would react. But he's, in a way, diminishing what he's been through. And a lot of men do this to where, especially when it comes to fucked up situations like bullying or sexual assault, we tend to diminish the act of the other person because oh this shit doesn't happen to men or I'm a man it's not supposed to happen to me and the whole stigma of if I allowed it to happen then I'm a less I'm less of a man and all that other crap that comes with it right that's all fucked up though so fellas we gotta do better people in general we have to do better we have to be more sensitive and be more mindful of the plights that people are going through you're going to hear that being discussed especially with women in this episode i want to dedicate it to just just my support for women and just the shit that they're going through 
in this country right now, in the world, but just in this country right now. And if you're wondering what I mean by this country, the United States of America, I don't now I got listeners from all over the world ish. I'm glad, but you know, I record in America. I'm an American. Um, you know, you can feel however you want to feel about that, but that's that. That's all I got to say about that whole situation. I'm going to hit y'all with an ad and then we're going to get into the next segment. All right. All right, so we back here to talk about your man, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Once again, your man, Steve Harvey. All right, so he's no stranger to my commentary. That's obvious. If you are a listener, you know I have my many gripes with Steve. I also have my many agreeances with Steve as well. Overall, in general, I think the man when he's not doing his, when he's not being the sellout, he's actually an, I still think he's an intelligent man. Um, cause I, a lot of the shit he does is manipulative and he knows what the fuck he's doing. Now, granted, simply because I think he's manipulative and intelligent does not make it right. Let's not confuse the two. There's a lot of smart individuals that I believe that what they're doing, their manipulative ways is is smart. And if I was an evil, conniving motherfucker, I'd do the same shit that they do. It's smart. There's no taking away from that. But is it right? See, and I'm going off on a tangent before I get into uh, my tangent about Steve and this whole not sleeping shit, but... Real quick, I want to get off this this point. The world needs to understand that the world needs to understand right from wrong. Not rich from poor. Not smart from dumb. Right from wrong. You can do something that is super innovative and smart, right? Intelligent. But if it's not right, fuck that plan. We should we we should strive to live righteous. That's all I'm I'm going to leave that there. That's probably going to be a, uh, another discussion for another time. I already have uh, plenty of topics to talk about in this episode. But getting back on to Steve Harvey I think he's an intelligent man but I think what he does with his intelligence he does good and evil with it I really like when he does make uh some some of his business and how to get rich or just how to just be a good business person um advice that he shared was smart and it was right morally so I can get behind that And then there are other times where he's being smart in a way of he knows his base. He knows who to manipulate, but it's wrong. Like when he manipulates black women into thinking that they just have to not have sex with a man for 60 to 90 days and he's going to stay faithful to them. Meanwhile, this is a man once again who married his fucking side chick after cheating on his wife. So... 
We're taking marriage advice or relationship advice from that guy. Okay, whatever. Um, that's the manipulative aspect of him. Now, he's manipulating poor people with this idea of telling them, if you want to get rich, you can't sleep for eight hours, right? Not a lot of people are going to say, well, you took that out of context and I saw the video clip. I can literally play y'all the video clip for y'all. I'm not going to do it in this episode because, heck, I don't have my uh, crappy-ass laptop prepped and open for y'all. I'm actually trying to work on my math homework on that, so I don't want to do any more damage to it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just here to record this episode. Ain't no clips being played in this episode, so if you miss the clips, just wait till a future episode and I'll play some clips for y'all but ain't no clips being played in this episode it's just my commentary um but you can still find the clip it's not like he deleted it it's not like the show uh the page the whatever show he 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 has it was deleted it's all over internet and all over the internet either or he said what he said and he meant it He's not taking this shit back. He's not saying, whoa, 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 y'all misconstrued it. No. He said what he said and he meant it. He did what he did and he meant it. The manipulation fact tactic that got you motherfuckers who are falling for it. That's what he meant to do. But I'm loving the fact that there are many, many rich folks that came out. And said, nah, Steve, you're wrong. <laughs> nah, boy, you're wrong, man. Like, that's that's not how I got rich. Now, again, Steve's, Steve Harvey. Last time I talked about him, I, it was with the Monique situation. How Steve basically said, uh, was, was telling Monique, Monique, I love you and shit like that. But... You're, you're ruining your money making white people mad. And you just have to apologize and tell these white folks that you're sorry and everything's going to be good. Just don't piss off Massa anymore. That's the Steve Harvey I can't vibe with. And that's the Steve Harvey that's telling you not to go to fucking sleep, people. For eight hours of the day. Only sleep one hour and then the rest, you got to hustle and grind and work and shit. See, the big situa- the, the, the big takeaway I want people to take away from this segment is not that Steve Harvey is full of shit and he be spewing bullshit because I've already stated that in previous segments, previous times. I don't want to continue repeating myself. It's this aspect of this whole not sleeping thing. It, I think it's really... I was just yawning. You know, people going to be like, well, the irony is you're yawning. And y-. Oh, I got my sleep. I'm yawning because it's morning time. It's still fairly early morning <laughs> when I'm recording this. Uh, so that's that. And, you know, it's making me bored. I'm boring myself talking about Steve Harvey yet again. But I got to say, people, once again. Sleep is important because it's vital to how the fuck we operate. If you do not sleep, you're going to make dumb business decisions if you are a business person. 
you're not going to make right decision making period you're not going to be and I'm no scientist but this is science okay you're not going to be I'm looking for a word I'm not yawning you're not going to be um, adequate enough to make decisions that will benefit you or in any way right benefit you in any way because your brain isn't recharged and that's what happens when you sleep you get a good night's uh rest or you get some good rest in your life um your brain recharges your brain think of your brain like a fucking phone right your phone you recharge your phone right you recharge all the other electronics in your life why not recharge your brain you paid out of pocket for these devices and you take care of them. You didn't have to pay a goddamn thing for your brain, but you don't want to take care of that. And the same goes to your body as well. You didn't pay it well if you didn't have plastic surgery. So if you have a natural body, you didn't pay a goddamn thing for your body. But even people with fake asses and tits and fake lips need sleep as well, okay? So I'm not trying to shame anybody. I'm just saying we all need to sleep. We all need to recharge our brains. We all need to recharge our bodies. If you don't want to do that, but you want to take care of your smartphone more than your 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 actual body. When, when you die, your phone's always going to be here. The make and model might die, but guess what? The iPhone's always going to be here unless Apple collapses. Your Samsung phone, your Google phone, your whatever, your Huawei, your whatever phone you have, that company's always going to be here even after you pass. You might as well take care of yourself as long as you're on Earth. Stop taking care of your phone. Number one, the manufacturer's got that. So if your phone breaks and you got in search on that, they're on the aspect of replacing your phone or taking care of your phone. Right? Most phones nowadays break from the inside out. Meaning that with these fucking software updates, and I know it's a conspiracy theory, but I'm calling it true. They they purposely fuck up your phone from the inside, forcing you to buy the newer model. Forcing you to buy the iPhone, whatever is out. The Galaxy S10, whatever it's out. So, yeah. You might as well value yourself, people, more than you value material. And that has to go with this whole making money aspect, too. Steve Harvey sounds like a man who doesn't sleep. And all these other people who are telling you not to sleep and how they stay awake isn't by drinking coffee. It's doing drugs, my nigga. Hardcore drugs. Not smoking weed and shit like that. I'm telling you the hardcore cocaine promethazine type shit. That shit that keeps you high and wired and, and shit and, and keeps your, 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 your heart pumping at 50 billion beats per minute. That shit that got you sweating in 25 degree weather. But you hot as a motherfucker. Because you've been working all damn day. You've been up 24-8. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been so working so hard. Seven days in a week is not even a thing for you. You got eight days in a week. That's how, that's how hard you be working, right? 
enough of that bullshit, people. I don't know about y'all, but I'm the nigga that values his life more than values money. As much as I love money, as much as I put these fucking ads in these episodes because of the ad revenue I get from it, as much as I promote these episodes to get people to listen to them, not only because I want people to just to generally listen to me, but because of the ad placement, I still value my health. You're not going to get me to record these episodes 25-8, 366 days of the year. (laughs) And I know people, it's 24-7-365. Maybe if you slept more, you will understand sarcasm. Boom. That's number one. So I get it. But you will not get me to overload myself for the money. Fuck that. If I die a broke nigga, if I die a nigga that don't make as much money as Steve Harvey, as uh, Stephen A. Smith, as any other rich Steve out there, uh, so be it. I have my health. And health is wealth, right? And I can say that I'm sad I'd be... Now, I'm not saying I'm going out of my way to be the laziest motherfucker in the world. Absolutely not. There was a bunch of people. The irony of that, of people getting mad at Steve Harvey, was there are a bunch of people who stay up all night anyways because they don't do nothing throughout the day. They don't do... These are the type of people who make fun of you, who make fun of me, or shame us, really, online, who cyberbully us for actually putting ourselves out there via our art, whether it be podcasting, writing, whether you're a rapper, a singer, or whatever. These are the people that tell you, get a job, nigga. When you have one, you just don't broadcast it. But these are the people that tell you, get a job, nigga. Stop doing the shit that you're doing. And they don't do shit with their life. But they had the nerve to get mad at Steve Harvey. Not because of the advice that he he gave out. Whether it be trash advice or not. It's because they're mad at anybody out there doing something. Because they're doing nothing. I've already talked about those folks. Maybe dedicating a segment to them in a future episode. Will will be something that I do. Because I've never really dedicated a full segment to those losers. But dedicating something to losers sounds like loser behavior so I might not all I want to say here is Steve Harvey if you're listening I doubt it but if you're up right now if you're not sleeping if you're not snoring on your mustache and shit that was some terrible advice but you're you're not you're 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 not uh, you know terrible terrible advice from you it's not something that I would say is you're not unfamiliar with giving terrible advice you do give great advice but then you give terrible advice too you know what the fuck you're doing you know it's wrong you don't care because you value the money people listen to people like myself and if you don't want to listen to me because I'm not a rich motherfucker listen to the rich people like Chrissy Teigen who say, people get your sleep. How you get money, how you get rich, it's based off of your work ethic and the smart business decisions you make, both financial and on a business aspect. 
Not working 22 fucking hours of the day. And sleeping only two. Not working 23 hours of the day. Sleeping for only one. Not working 24 hours of the day. And replacing sleep with sniffing cocaine. And promethazine. And uppers in general. Uppers meaning drugs that keep you up. That get you wired and shit. Got you doing a stinky lane because you wide. That's that. On to the net segment. Alright, so the net segment. Here to talk about that whole Georgia abortion bill situation that uh, from what I've seen won't take place until 2020, but that's next year. In a few months, really, when you think about it, not even a full fucking year where damn near half year uh, done with 2019. So people making it seem as though, well, it won't go into effect till 2020 when 2020 is seven months away now. Uh, it's time to be proactive about it now against it now. I get it. I understand people are trying to be more specific and try to provide more uh, insight to these things uh, so people are more informed and well informed and I can appreciate that but let's not act like 2020 is not 7 months away damn it that's number 1 number 2 I'm going to read a tweet somebody stated um, that I believe that I thought was very very disturbing um, about this bill and not even because of me just learning about the this aspect of the bill. Because uh, I was totally against it even prior to learning this information. So, I'm going to go on Twitter real quick. Hopefully, this thing is still recording. And I'm going to read this man's tweet. It says, One of the many terrifying parts of the Georgia abortion bill is that they will prosecute women who leave the state to get an abortion where it is otherwise legal. This law follows people out of the state. This is codifying residents, especially women, as property of the state. That is so fucked up, as one comment put, and I'm going to agree with said comment. Uh, yeah, you, this is literally, I won't say literally like slavery, but slavery-esque. When slaves ran from one place to another place, because when slaves ran from the south to the north, because one slavery wasn't around in the north and they were caught, they were treated such as property. They were prosecuted for running. Women are going to be dealt with the same fucking situation if they run from Georgia to Massachusetts, Georgia to New York, Georgia to Connecticut. Georgia to North Rhode Island, Georgia to New Jersey, Georgia to any other northern state you can think of to get an abortion. They're being treated such as property. Now, before learning about that aspect, which I learned about it yesterday, I still found this shit to be fucked up. I seen Azalea Bakes, she's back on Twitter. She's tweeting about how she is... Uh, for this law simply because uh, she she 
this is a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory unless proven otherwise, right? But she's saying that the only reason why liberals want to make things, uh, want to make abortion uh, uh, legal, not illegal, but legal, it's because they want to clone the fetuses. They want to do a bunch of weird scientific shit to the fetuses. A bunch of weird, scary scientific shit to the fetuses. Now, again, I'm calling this a conspiracy theory. She did not provide any type of evidence. This was just her coming. So she could have plainly pulled that out her ass, right? Or she could have saw a fucking YouTube video, which was most of these uh, supposed woke folks do is they watch a YouTube video and they claim to know everything. So maybe she got her information by that. I didn't think to ask her. Because I really didn't want to, not that I was probably going to get a response, but I didn't want to, I wasn't, you know, in the mood to, to go back and forth with her yesterday. So, um, with that being said, if anybody else has information on that aspect, I'm not saying I'm going to believe you, but I want to see the evidence. Where is the evidence of Azalea Banks? Because a lot of people agreed with her right but nobody provided evidence okay so if you all saw a youtube video or read an article or something you you got some uh uh, uh, government documents that weren't supposed to be exposed and you found out that that's the only reason why liberals are for abortion because they want to take the fetuses and they want to do some weird scientific shit with it uh scary scientific uh shit with it uh, you know, let me know, man. Like, like, like send me that information. That's all I'm saying. Um, but let's speak hypothetically. If that was the case, let's still not punish all women because the government is up to some shady shit. It is not women's fault. Women who, especially if they were raped and end up pregnant by the rapists, uh, and they don't want to keep the child. You mean to tell me within the six week period, if the woman doesn't, uh, get the abortion, then if she does get, get it after that six week period, she could be trialed for that shit. She could get in some trouble for that shit. Never mind the rapist. Never mind what the fuck he did. It's all about regulating the women, controlling the women. I knew America was stupid. I knew this nation was fucked up. But it seems like almost on a yearly basis or, you know, a bi-yearly basis, there's something that makes me say, man, this country is fucked up. This country is insane. There's no way in hell you can you can share all the conspiracy theories. You can share all this other shit to me. And shit could very much be true. Liberals are some weirdos. I tell you that. I've been I've been bashing liberals on this fucking uh uh podcast. I bash right wing too. Don't get me fucked up. Don't think I'm of the alt-right or the right in general. Nah. I got my gripes with them too. They some weirdos themselves. But liberals are weirdos. So, even if I A-B 
which I call her, but Azealia Banks pulled that shit out of her lovely ass. I would not be surprised that uh, if 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 hardcore leftists were trying to do some shit like that. I would not be surprised. But that should not take away the rights of women. That should not punish women in general. Yes, there are some women who are extreme leftists. This bill is in the power of white men who created it. And it's not a leftist bill being brought to the table, but the simple fact of the matter is both sides, both the left and the right, whatever the fuck they're doing, I still feel as though they're disregarding women in general, especially the right side, the right side meaning the political uh, uh, you know, the, the right, the, as in the far right and the right, not the right as in the morally right, because this is not morally right. I don't give a fuck. Again, people love bringing up the Bible, but don't want to bring up the Bible when they're doing dirt. I don't ever want to hear anything about the Bible unless you're living everything the Bible, uh, uh, says. Steve Harvey had the nerve, and that's what I forgot to mention in the last segment. Steve Harvey had the nerve to quote the Bible when he tried to talk, he tried to shame people for sleeping for eight hours. He had the nerve to quote, there's a quote in the Bible that says, the man who's comfortable with sleep and uh, something will be plagued with poverty or something like that. Sleep and laziness will be plagued with plagued with poverty. I, I'm just uh, 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 generalizing that quote, not generalizing, but like just just condensing it down to what it was basically saying. Uh, but that's some wild shit. So your Bible, if it did say that, and if that's what it really means, I'm not agreeing with that bullshit. Now, granted, lazy motherfuckers, get up off your ass, make some money, stop trying to get free money, or your ass will stay poor. That's the choices you have if you're a lazy motherfucker. Stay poor or get this money. Simple as that. I agree with that aspect. But I don't agree with, oh, if you're sleeping, then you're just you're just going to be uh, sleeping is a sin. And and, and and you know what's the your, your punishment? Poverty. You know how many poor people have no choice not to sleep because they're trying. They're trying to find a way to get money so they don't sleep. What do you say to those folks? To the homeless folks who don't sleep or barely sleep eight hours. Granted, because they're up drinking or doing drugs, but the ones who are out here trying to make money, trying to find a way to get money, begging for money, up all types, all times and nights, all all day, looking for money, going through trash cans and stuff. And I know this is not the the. Uh, I'm gonna continue on the abortion talk. I promise, because I ain't done talking about that yet. But you know, poor folks going through trash cans to get cans and bottles so they can find a bottle machine so they can get money. 
You mean to tell me poverty is still striking them? It's still punishing them for what? Them motherfuckers don't sleep. So that quote makes no goddamn sense. Alright? Now back on to the women. And the fuck shit that's happening. A lot of shit. And, and, and I feel for women. I really feel for women. Um, when people say shit like, oh, men have it harder than women. And I, I find it real hard to believe. Now, granted, that does not mean men have it easy. I can tell you for a fact that men do not have it easy. But this world, this world, Earth, this world is the only planet that I am aware of that tries to regulate every fucking thing a woman does from the way she dresses, the way she looks, the way she acts, everything. You mean to tell me that women do not have it harder? Nobody is... Yeah, sure, men are told what to do, how to act, and this, that, and the third. Men are told not to cry. Men are told that if they're being cyber-bullied, that they're pussies. Men are blah, 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 right? But these are fucking stupid-ass shit put on by other men. That can easily be uh, rebuttaled. Or or just easily be uh, combated, I should say. Right? What's going on with women, though, is you have a bunch of men who are in power, who have power over men and women, but especially women, are making these oppressive laws, regulating what women can and can't do. And they tried to lighten this whole bill up by saying, well, no, we're not making abortion illegal. We're just saying within the first six weeks, she got to get it. That's like, again, saying, like, if you were to give an ultimatum to, I don't know, if you're saying the same sex couples, sure, we'll let y'all get married, but y'all can't have sex. Sure, black people. We'll let you be free if you only make this amount of money. If you're out here cooning for your money like Steve Harvey. If you're not, then you're a slave. And you gotta somehow find a way to make the money to get out of the slave tax bracket. It's all a bunch of bullshit. From the powers that be, the people that be, to oppress to oppress uh, women oppress not impress oppress and yes I know there's women involved in this situation too that that brought uh, to my attention they were saying that it was a woman who proposed this bill and brought the bill to light there's a lot of women out here who who aren't for And I'm not saying all women have to be all for all women, but let's be real. People are like that. There are men out there for men. There are women that you can be for your own gender, your own race, and for everybody else. There's no way in hell that, you know, I don't think it's anything wrong if someone were to say, if if a black woman were to say, you know, I'm doing this shit for black women. 
I do shit for black people, but I'm doing this shit for black women. Or if the LGBT community says, we're doing this shit for the LGBT community. People always like to say it's wrong when we do this, that, and the third. But white folks been doing for white folks ever since the beginning of fucking civilization. And it wasn't a problem. Because they were the ones benefiting from other white folks doing. Whether it be white men doing for white men and white women. Or white women doing for white women and still men benefiting from said that. It's still not a big deal when it comes to certain folk. (laughs) It's fucked up, man. It's just, (sighs) I really feel for women and definitely anything that I can do to make sure that this law, these laws in general do not pass, I'm going to fight against it because it's fucking bullshit. Share as many articles and videos you want about the whole abortion shit. But this is what you do. To fight government corruption. Again, hypothetically speaking, if that what, what Azalea Banks presented is actually a plan of the crazy liberals out there to do. To fight government corruption, because that's corruption right there. That's some corrupt bullshit. To fight that. You don't have to take away the rights of others to fight government corruption. Because in doing that, you're just as corrupt and fucked up as the government. So you're not really fighting corruption, period. It seems as though you're just jealous you're not the corrupt one in power. So as crazy as that theory AB put out. If what she said is true, I'm still not for making abortion illegal. I'm still not for this trash ass six week rule. Because it negatively affects more women than it does benefit the ones who actually are, you know, I guess time goddesses and they, they'll get that abortion within the six week period. It's fucked up, man. And uh yeah, I I, I don't know what how what else to say. Um this is something that I do plan on revisiting if I find out more information, if more uh shit comes. So this will not be the last time you hear me talk about this. You will continuously see me post about it on social media. So, and and, and in person as well. I'll talk about it as well. So, um, I'm going to hit y'all with another ad. And then we're going to get into the next segment. Alright, so... Another segment of me just defending women. Y'all got a problem with it. You sexists got a problem with it. Eat a dick. I mean, you you probably are a dick eater anyway, the way that you hate on women. I'm sorry. Uh, that's That's no offense to any man who likes eating dick because that's his sexual preference or that's his thing. 
you know, God bless you. God bless your dick eating abilities. I'm not insulting you. I'm insulting these misogynistic weirdos out here who hate women because women have standards and they didn't want to fuck them or eat their dick. So they are on this crusade of let me hate women and make women's lives as terrible as this one girl made me feel in the fourth grade because she called me ugly in front of the group of everybody in the classroom. Anyways, so the gaming community is trash. Um, this here is a uh, me just ranting on just the gaming community and how fucked up they are to women. Now, this is nothing new at all. Um, you know, this is... this. <laughs> I just realized how fucking crazy I Dog, did I really just say... I'm not even, even going to repeat what I just said. Oh, man. You heard it. You heard it, man. You heard it. I ain't take it back. None. Anyways. Oh, man. If y'all don't think I'm crazy and funny, man, I don't know what y'all... I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Y'all ain't got no sense of humor. But on a serious note, though... Um, um, yeah, so a bunch of, I was just listening to another podcast, uh, shout out to Dead End Gaming, um, you know, or just the whole great, beautiful folks over at the Dead End community, uh, you know, they got the, is the mic still on and stuff like that. I'm not affiliated with them. Those are other separate podcasts, a bunch of other podcasts they do, but I'm just a real big fan of what they do and all the shit that they do. Um, I just think it's dope and they're black. So, hey, anyways, um, with that being said, oh, mainly black, I should say. So, hey, so anyways, um, they were talking about how, um, they mentioned in their latest episode of the dead in gaming, uh, about these, a bunch of video game franchises just, uh, 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 in like lawsuits because of sexual harassment or just creating a work environment that is just fucked up for women. Um, again, like I stated, it's not new that women are getting mistreated within the gaming community and all that other's jazz. Um, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but you know, I, I've never ranted on the weirdos on the podcast, uh, well, the gaming weirdos on the podcast. So let me go right ahead right now in this segment. All right. Uh, Y'all motherfuckers are sick. I hate all of y'all. Um, yes, and I really do mean all of y'all. All of the weirdos who, 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 once again, hate women simply because you either think that they should stay in the kitchen or they should do a girly job. Like, and I'm putting all this shit in quotation marks. I know you can't see me, but I, I put girly job in the quotation marks. So they should do a girly job. Or, you know, like being a makeup artist or being a nurse or being a masseuse or whatever, where they could just jerk off old rich white men and shit for money, right? Um, shout out to, nah. Anyways, um, yeah, just can it with that bullshit, man. Like, what? what what's the problem? I'm gonna need one of you losers to call up the station. Real talk, because I want to talk to y'all. I want to hear your voices. 
Because I think you're going to sound like this. <sighs> but you may have a deep voice. I don't know. I don't know how y'all sound like shit. You could sound like me. That's going to be fucked up because I don't think I, I, I wouldn't want to sound like one of you women hating ass losers. But call up the station and tell me why you hate women so much. Tell me why you're so fucked up toward women. Tell me why that you cannot look at these women and say that this is my co-worker. This is somebody who is my teammate. And we have this objective for this game. And I am going to rely on her just as I'm, just as much as I'm going to rely on myself and my other teammates to for us to create this great game that can be and hopefully be successful and we reap the benefits of said success why can't you just look at women as fucking people why why are they your property why are they your fucking toys why are they anything less than a person who has interests just like you who has feelings just like you who has likes and dislikes just like you who has thoughts just like you who has the capability to create things just like you who has the possibility of intelligence just like your dumb ass why can't you just look at them like a person why why you got me slapping my thighs why but seriously, what, what what what's with these losers out there? I don't get the mindset. There's never been a situation to where a woman was in the field that I'm in or, you know, whatever. And I felt threatened by her gender or threatened by her period. And I'm not saying that in a way of sense of, oh, I'm a man. I'm stronger. I'm better. I'm all this. I'm smarter. And not that dog. Nah, it ain't <laughs> It ain't nothing like that. It, it has everything to do with, I think it's pretty dope that she's in this field. I think it's pretty dope that she's here. I actually think she's really smart. I actually think she's a hard worker. If not the hardest worker here. I actually like the fact that she is in this position whether it be the same position or a position higher. And I really hope that she has, she gets all the success that she gets, uh, that, that, that she deserves because of all the hard work that she is doing. Whether I find her attractive enough that has nothing or not, that has nothing to do with me uh, wanting success for her or me uh, treating her like a human fucking being. I treat her like a human being because she's a human being. And I just don't understand why a lot of you losers. And it's not it's not it's not enough for to say to women, leave the field and start your own thing. Now, I'm the you know, I'm the the the, the I, I, I guess I'm the the king of of saying, well, just let's, let's black people, let's start our own shit. Uh, you know, gay people start your own shit. Do these people start your own shit. I'm the king of doing that. But sometimes that doesn't quite, that doesn't solve the issue. That doesn't eliminate the issue at times. 
you know. The issue is the obvious uh, misogyny and sexism that's going on, not even just in the gaming community, but in industries in general. But I'm talking about the gaming community, right? The issue is there. And every every woman of any video game uh, franchise could lead, start up their own business. It's possible. But is that going to eliminate and change and eliminate the 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 uh, the problem? No, it's not. There's still going to be sexism, misogyny, uh, misogyny. Uh, there's still going to be a lot of these issues, especially within the gaming community, still prevalent because you're just gonna have these dudes who are gonna try to own these women and say you can't leave because of a fucking contract or because this, that, and the third. You're still going to have dudes with the same mindset. So it could be one, their staff could be 100% male. They're still going to be, uh, if there are, uh, if the majority of those, 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 uh, men are misogynistic pigs, the women simply leaving the place isn't going to change their mind. It'd be crazy if that did, though, if they were like, oh, shit, there's no women working here. But then it would be on a selfish tip like, oh, my God, there's no women to bring me coffee. There's no woman for me to look at, to stare at awkwardly for hours straight and then go into the bathroom and jerk off. (laughs) There's no woman here for me to to take a creepy ass picture of her while she's not looking and then create screenshots of her with uh, bukkake all over her fucking face. It would be on some selfish, weird shit like that as to why they're not, as to why they're recognizing the, uh, the non-presence of women in their workspace. So it's the mindsets that have to change. Not the women's occupation, not the uh, location these women are working at, not the women's mindset, not the way the women dress, not the interests of the women, not anything. It's the mindsets of these fucking creepy ass men who do though, who, who have these mindsets. Also the mindsets of the women who are selfish as fuck, who say, I'm going to do what I got to do to get on. Fuck these other bitches. Mindsets have to change, people, because within the mindset change comes action changes. Actions don't come before thoughts. You may think that's the case. Steve Harvey's bitch ass might tell you that's the case. That's because he wants to sell you some shit. Y'all don't think. Y'all don't think. I'm doing a little R. Kelly pointing to my temples. Think. But no, y'all don't think before you you act and you land yourself in a bunch of bullshit that's how you land yourself in a bunch of bullshit so the mindsets of these people have to change not the women the mindsets of women and, and, and just the reproductive rights and abortion the mindset has to change we gotta get away from this mindset of you're killing a life, but the same people who say that shit don't care about other lives. These are the same motherfuckers who 
so much of our tax money goes to war. So much of it. People die in war, people. More people die in wars than more people being aborted. Think about that. If life was so... This is to all you all live matter motherfuckers again. If life was so precious to you, why the fuck are we so... Why is our tax dollars most of it going to wars? To the militarization of the police force, to 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 getting more specialized Call of Duty ass guns, so they're not just in video games; they're actually in real life as well. Where's our money going to that? But you want to regulate what women are doing. Ah, man. It's infuriating talking about this shit. But I can only imagine how much infuriating it is to be a woman and not only having to talk about it, but to deal with it. I'm a man. I don't have to deal with these issues. And I'm getting in fear and, and I'm getting furious talking about and seeing what's going on so like I said if there's something like I said in the last segment I am willing to do anything to 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 uh, make sure these women are not dealt with the short uh, stick and that's with this situation too within women in the gaming community but just in any, any industry but I'm talking about the gaming community because I brought it up right but I don't just mean the gaming community let me make that clear so I'm going to use my power my privilege as a man to make sure these women do not get the short end of the stick and no I'm not saying I'm willing to take my long end of the stick and then switch it and give it to women. I want to even out. We can both have long sticks, okay? Get your mind out of the gutter, alright? My stick is already long. Um, and yeah, I don't want my woman to have a long stick. I want her to figuratively have one but not physically have a long stick or a stick in general. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, I don't want to make, I'm not making light of the women's plight. You know how I am. You know how I got to sprinkle in some comedy and shit. That's just how I am. I can't be too, too serious. I can't be too, too jokey. I have to sprinkle in some comedy and some shit. But I can be 97% serious, 3% jokey. I But I can never be 97% jokey and 3% serious. Uh, yeah, that's just how I roll. So, um, I think I'm going to hit y'all with one more ad. Let's just see how it works. And then we'll get into the last segment. All right. Last segment. Hey, man, where my glass at? I'm going to go ahead and... uh me a glass of water on this one <laughs> yeah I did a lot of talking today and uh 
I'm about to MS8, what is it, ASMR, y'all? I'm about to ASM, AAMS, USSR, I don't know. I'm about to do something to y'all with this glass of water. I'm going to, you know, you can hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Water porn, right? Water porn. Anyways, um, we're not here to talk about how you should drink water every day, all day, um, even though you should. I'm here to talk about Loquisha the movie. Let me uh, sit my black ass down real quick and take a sip. Alright, so Loquisha is this film directed by, I don't know who, a racist fuck, a racist crazy motherfucker. Casted by who? I don't know, a bunch of idiots. Um, starring who? An idiot. Um, this movie, this movie went through the rigorous, the very rigorous stages of greenlighting a movie, okay? Now, you have amazing movies like Avengers Endgame, which I saw, and I love that movie. I didn't do a review on it. I probably will end up doing a review on it sometime if I am bored and topicless. You know how the movie reviews go. I only do it when I don't have anything you're talking about. But if you want to know my quick thoughts on Endgame, loved it. Anyways, back to Loquisha. So Loquisha is this movie that went through the rigorous uh, steps of greenlighting a movie. Okay, You had to go through Sundance, I guess. Sundance people somehow saw this and thought this was fucking great and beautiful. Sundance was a festival that I thought was at least smart enough because they 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 okayed blue uh blue light no uh blue uh moonlight not blue light not green light not yellow light red light moonlight they greenlit moonlight they greenlit a bunch of other black especially black films that were beautiful films okay. So for them to greenlight this bullshit after y'all greenlit a bunch of great black films that came out in the recent years, y'all think this is okay? I don't know. Sundance, you got some explaining to do. All the other people who gave this movie a great rating or just is a part of this movie in general. Y'all got some explaining to do. I'll explain to y'all the premise of the movie Loquisha. I do highly suggest that you all, and I will try my damnedest hardest to leave the, because uh, I know I'm always saying I'm leaving links in the description box below. It end up being just my links to, you know, blah, say, blah, or whatever, or no links at all, just a timestamp. But I'm going to try. I'm going to, I promise you, I'm going to put it that way, because every time I make a promise, yeah, it's there. Anyways. I promise you I'm going to leave y'all the link to the trailer. If you can watch the full trailer, full through, I've, I've watched it about halfway and I was like, yeah, you know what, fuck it. I knew I was going, I, I knew the trailer was going to be some shit. But it's one of those trailers where it's like, even if it's two minutes long, I can only get through, if it's two minutes and 30 seconds, I can get through a minute 15 or a minute 30 or a minute 45. I am not watching that total totality two minutes and 30 seconds of this bullshit because I've seen enough but anyways the movie Loquisha is about a white man who is starting his own damn podcast or radio station right saw that and I was like hey just like me 
No, nothing like me. Okay. Anyways, he he's giving out this. He's he's an advice giver. He likes to give out advice like love yourself, love your friends. You know, advice and shit. Right. Um, not advice on don't sleep for eight hours because sleep is for poor people. And if you sleep, then you are asking to be poor. But he's giving out advice and then he, he sends the, he sends like a couple episodes to this radio station and, uh, the radio station denies him and they deny him because he's not black. They deny him because he's not a woman. They want more of a female. They wanted a more, uh, they wanted black women, but they wanted, uh, more minorities, more, more women, and more black women, I guess. Uh, he gets on this soapbox about, man, my life is so hard for a white man. And only if I were to be a black woman, hold on. He creates this character. <laughs> Name Loquisha. Now, again, this is a white dude. A white dude. He is, just like how you're hearing my voice... This is not a white dude's voice anyway, or a white dude making an impression of a black man. Uh, this is actually a black man talking, but just like you, how you're hearing my voice, um, you can only hear this man's voice, meaning you can't see his face. There are no cameras on him. It's, well, it's a movie, so you can see his face, obviously. But I'm saying, in the movie sense, in the sense of the movie, the people who are listening to him or Loquisha don't know what he looks like or what Loquisha looks like, right? Just like how if you're unfamiliar with my face, who I am, and you're just listening to me, you're unfamiliar with how I look. That's how it works. Um, so he puts on this, this mammy voice I call I'm calling it the black mammy voice of this stereotypical overweight dark-skinned black woman uh and uses the vernacular that the stereotypical overweight black woman would use uh and the advice that he's given he's given that same advice but in a quote black woman's way of giving that same advice He's got a bunch of black friends in a movie <laughs> that are like, go ahead and do it, bro. It's not racist. He got a bunch of black women listening to uh, him as Loquisha thinking it's Loquisha saying, mm-hmm, girl, you is so right. He got a bunch of white folks because, you know, white folks love them some black women. They love listening to black women. And if they not exploiting the shit out of black women, they love acting like black women of do, you know, trying to copy the vernacular shit the look white folks want to be black women i that's all i'm saying so you got you got white women especially listen to uh loquisha and they're like oh girl i did love me some loquisha you know they're trying to be down like a loquisha would be down if loquisha was really loquisha right um Again, I, I, you know, this is one of those things where I could play y'all the audio, but I'm not going to open up my laptop once again. That's number one. Number two, this is something you have to see for yourself. This is a movie trailer. This isn't just some audio. This is a movie trailer. You have to see this shit for yourself. 
So I am going to leave it in the description box below. I suggest if you did not see the trailer to check it out. Check it out for your damn self. And feel free to call up the show and let me know what you think about it. Feel free to hit me up as well and let me know what you think about it. Um, but I'm going to tell you what I think about it. And obviously, I'm not for the bullshit. Now, I could go on and on and on about white racist and how how uh, uh, tone deaf white folks are. That's not what I'm going to do here. Why? White folks being tone deaf, it's not news to me. It's not something, it is what it is. I'm not saying it is what it is and we should just ignore it. No, I'm saying it is what it is as in, it doesn't, it does affect me in my everyday life, but it's not, it's not up to me. I should say it's not up to me to make uh, to not make white folks tone deaf. It's not up to me or any other black person in general to end to change the racist mindsets of, of white folks. Sure, we can tell them why they're wrong for their tone deafness, for their racism, but we cannot force them to change their mind. We should not spend our time wasting our time kubaya and hugging and kissing them when they're saying, get off me, nigger, or I will kill you. And then we persist to keep on kissing them. And then they kill us. And then we're supposed to respond to that killing by hugging and kissing it. And then by the time we're all like, listen. I'm not talking to white people in this segment is what I'm saying I want to get across to the black folks black men and women who saw this film Naomi saw the well the film is supposed to release I guess like not just in Sundance but just like release release July of this year right so in a few months, it's it's coming out. If it does. <laughs> if it does. But black folks, there are actual black folks who work, who worked on the set. There are actual as in actors and actresses. I won't be surprised if there are some black folks, black writers of this film. Well, we'll be surprised, but I'd be disappointed if there were black writers of this film. Not all, not majority, but just at least some. My thing is to, I'm holding the black people accountable for this shit. For this idea of let's not be argumentative. Or I'm going to show y'all, this is how we combat racism by showing white people that we're not like other black people. That we can make fun of ourselves. That we can laugh at jokes like this. That we're not overly sensitive in quotation marks about race issues. Oh, I never dealt with racism. Yeah, 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 y'all all just real sensitive. 
Racism isn't real. People just don't like you. Your man T.K. Kirkland was the one who said that. Um, the comedian, that ugly dog face looking, pug face looking boy. Uh, he was the one who, who said racism isn't real. He just thinks people don't like you. It, you just happen to be a black person that is disliked by a white person or anybody non-black. But that does not mean that they're racist because racism isn't real. It just means they don't like you. Even when they make it clear that I don't like you because you're black. To him, that's still not racism. That simply just means, no, you happen to be a black person who is disliked by this person who is not a racist. They just dislike you. Now, obviously, there are instances of black people being disliked because they're assholes and not because they're black. That's not racism. Obviously. But... I'm, t- I'm looking at the black folks in this situation. The black men and women who acted in this film. And I don't care if somebody was like, no, but my black character in the film is somebody who's against Loquisha and against the white man behind it. You're still in this motherfucking film, bitch. Don't try to tell me you, you took on this role as a protest to racism. No, you took on the role because you wanted to get paid, nigga. Because you valued, once again, money over your own fucking dignity. If all black folks were on board, there would be no black people that would have saw this casting call, saw the movie script, read the movie script, saw the movie and said, we're going to let this shit slide. Or I'm going to be a part of this ugly film. No way in hell. None of the black people in this movie, whether they are for Loquisha or against Loquisha, can convince me that they're really against Loquisha and really against this mindset, this really, just really against this racist shit. And that's not even half of the issue with this movie. The other half is the simple fact that, again, you got white men crying about not getting opportunities and blaming other people, blaming women, black women, blame the immigrants. They're taking their dirts. That's the other fucking issue with this movie. Now, granted, that aspect of the movie, based off the trailer, once again, based off the trailer, that aspect of the movie is not presented much as much as the loquacia aspect, the aspect of this white man basically making a caricature of black of a black woman because he that's the only way he ends up getting hired for this radio show or he ends up getting money 
for his podcast or radio show and all this other shit. Oh yeah, he uses the money to pay for his child's tuition in school. His kid goes to this private school. It's $1,300 a month, I guess, for the tuition. He needs the money. So guess what? He He puts on blackface for the money. That way he gets to live out his dream of making money, being the creative that he is. Not all creatives are fucking, like I said, people, like I was saying earlier, yo. Not all, well, I was saying, what I was saying earlier was not all things intelligent is right. Not all creatives are right. Not all creations are right. We got to look at things as right and wrong. Not as smart and not is what is smart and what is not smart. Because what is quote unquote smart for somebody to do is to do some wild shit like this. Rachel Dolezal themselves so they can get some opportunities. What Rachel Dolezal did was smart. But it was wrong. But it was smart. She outsmarted a bunch of motherfuckers in the NAACP. Especially the color struck black men who just saw this woman and said, look at this light skinned woman. Let's put her in charge. Knowing, not knowing that this light skinned woman is even lighter than the average light skinned black woman because that light skinned woman is a white woman. She outsmarted people for her personal gain. She continues to outsmart people for her personal gain. That is intelligent. But it is wrong. What this man is doing in this movie is smart. It's a brilliant way of making money. Acting as somebody else to get your own personal shit off and then getting money, getting donations from people, getting money from radio stations, getting money from sponsors and shit like that. That is smart. But it is wrong. So if there's anything that we need to do in this, uh, any takeaway that I want y'all to take away from this episode is not two things. One, leave women the fuck alone. Three things, actually. One, leave women the fuck alone. Meaning stop trying to regulate them. I don't mean leave them alone as in don't talk to them, don't touch them. I mean leave them the fuck alone. Stop fucking with their rights. Stop fucking with them. Number two, women are people. Number three, we need to look at things as right and wrong, not as smart and not smart. Because in the idea, the non-smart thing for this man to do was to turn away $1,300 a month that he's getting in, he's making off of this show or whatever, this Loquisha show. I'm only saying $1,300 because that was the amount his child's tuition is. It could be more, could be a little less, but still, if you're getting 1100 a week, you already made more than 1300 so you're good for that month's tuition. Do that four weeks out of, out of, out of, out of uh, the month. That's 4400 Your kid's uh, tuition is $1,300. you good. So, 
Well, four to four, you know what the fuck I mean, man. You know how I am with math. I I got there. I did it. Anyways, it shit is all fucked up, man. If I continue talking about this, I'm just going to get angry. This whole episode right here, even though I enjoy doing these episodes and doing this episode, uh, you know, I'm going to just drink this glass of water and then I'm going to get ready to head out. Um, but yeah, man, check out the trailer in the description box below. I appreciate the listen if you listen. Uh, Timestamps in the description box below as usual. But until next time, until next episode, stay black if you're black. Black lives matter. LGBT lives matter. Women's lives matter. Stay beautiful. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.